Hello, 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 and welcome to the Spiritual Successor Game Design Ring. Tonight, we got a lovely lineup for you. We have AJ Hart, the, uh, the, the what, what's your, AJ, what's your stage name real quick? Um... Um, you are the game changer. The game changer. Let's go with, uh, we all talked right, about right, right, we cool. talked about this before the show. I told you my name, my moniker is game changer. It's game changer. Okay, we have AJ Hart in the left side of the ring. Game changer. Uh, fuck, I already fucked up this 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 whole intro, huh? God damn it! Can I take this? Can I take this again? Take this from the top. You know what? It's you're not doing too bad. I believe <laughs> I believe Bruce Buffer did the exact same thing in the UFC pay per view event last week. So you're totally fine. <laughs> he actually did go ahead and he said, "Hey guys, can I do it one more time?" And then he kind of like they had the guys leave the ring, and then they came back in with the same theme song and everything. And Boy, then Bruce he literally Buffer just did a back into he the did center. a second take of it. Like, yeah, for sure, dude. And I'm definitely not lying to you. He did go ahead and he took a, like, you know, he took a mulligan on that one. So uh, if Bruce Buffer can do it, you can do it too. Oh, dude, hell yeah. No, Bruce Buffer has never made that mistake. Are you kidding me? He's a fucking professional. <laughs> well, that, I guess that's the difference between me and this pro wrestler is that. That's the one difference between you and Bruce Buffer. I've always told you that. We're the both, one we're thing both... that keeps you different than Bruce Buffer <laughs> is the fact that you trip over your intros more than he does. And that's that's it. Basically, everything else, you guys are the exact same. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely video game ideas from the internet and turn them into the next triple A video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea, uh, Mr. Flannel. And I'm your other host. Oh, yeah, you are Mr. Flannel. Blake, Mr. Flannel, Rea. Mm -hmm. I just wear nothing but I just wear a Speedo, but it's made of flannel. It chafes like you wouldn't believe. Um, not, uh, fa uh, flannel, not a good fabric for Speedos, believe it or not. <laughs> and as previously mentioned, I am AJ Game Changer Heart. Blake. It's a good name. Yeah, what's up? Um, have you ever, like, just taken a moment and, like, you're going about your day and then you realize something about yourself that, you know, like, you're kind of upset about but you can't really do anything about it, so you're just like, nah, I wish I wasn't like that. Yeah, bro, it's and called then depression. You moved on. It's called a medical no, condition. No, I'm not talking about, like, I'm not talking about anything big. I'm not talking about, like, a mental depression thing. I'm not talking about, like, an addiction. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm, like, here. here's my evidence. Here's my mm. crux of this. Okay. I am somebody that always has a messy desk. Like always, always, always has a messy desk. Oh, so just and like so little pet peeves about new... yourself, not like yeah, little like pet actual... peeves about yourself, little truths about yourself. Um, but here's what happened to me: I got a bigger desk. I got a big uh -huh. desk. This desk is like as wide as my wingspan. Uh -huh. And for about a week, it was really tidy. And I woke up this morning and I started getting ready for the podcast and I started moving things around. And I was like, "Fuck." This desk is messy too, huh? <laughs> I could I could tell you one better. Um, so I in my room, I have a lot of bookshelves because I I I I don't read a lot, but I like having books. I'm one of those I'm one of those pieces of shit. Um, oh, but you're one of those my, book owners. <laughs> yeah, I. But I also have a cat, so my room gets incredibly dusty. So like. Rather than, you know, you're supposed to, like, you know, dust once a week or dust every few days, right? I don't do that. I look Who the fuck has time for that? I, I don't dust my room, but I do no one does. look at the open spaces on my bookshelves and draw art in the dust, which, may, which, <laughs> which then furthers the thing of wow i like that i don't want to i don't want to get rid of that so i just i just the dust sits on my shelf even longer <laughs> i'm sorry you get attached to your dust art i get i get attached to my dust art like when i'm sitting here and we and we literally when you and i are podcasting i have this little shelf to my left and sometimes i just draw on it while we're talking and i'm like and i just look and i'm like wow that's I made that. That's cool. I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> and I think about that sometimes, and I'm like, man, that must be really gross when people come over and see that. When I have, like, a friend hanging out in my room, and we're, like, playing games or something, and they look at that, I'm like, ooh, that probably doesn't look very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think we all got those little weird little pet peeves, especially in terms of We all have those little cleaning. things about ourselves that we're like, we notice it and we're like, damn, I wish I wasn't like that. So, I will not be doing the mental work to change that about myself. How do, how, wait, but how does your desk stay dirty? Like, what do you keep on it? 
Like, I can't... So, right now... Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, I think that part of the reason why I became messy is that because I had a large desk, I realized that I had space on my large desk. So, I bought a second mm-hmm. Monster Hunter Nendoroid. So, now I have two Monster Hunter Nendoroids <laughs> that live on my desk, and they need space. Now, to the right <laughs> side of my desk, I have two drink koozies, which were from energy drinks that I brought in here and I put in the koozie. I know that those koozies need to make their way to my car, but they're pretty convenient on my desk, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, I also noticed that I had space on my desk, so I didn't need to like put my magic cards in the closet. So now I have a space on my desk for all my magic cards that are way at the far end of the table. Do you? So those do you not those live here drawers? now. Do you not have like? Because like, I have this bin underneath my desk that I specifically have there for like anything I don't want to give a shit about. So like, I have like I have like all of my cables and other various plastic bits and just like shit I just didn't want on my desk. Do you not have like it just? A drawer, like where you could toss. Oh it in yeah, there and of course I have it. drawers like that. But if I put if, if I put the koozies in the drawer, I would never remember to take them back to my car. <laughs> they I beca- would never they remember. They one with the drawer. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, feel out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? They have to stay on the desk so I remember them. I'm not gonna <laughs> put the Nendoroids in the drawer. Are you kidding me? At <laughs> that. And the magic cards, I like to thumb through them. I need them accessible on the desk. See, and then of course I have like my microphone, my laptop, my mouse. Um, I got a little zone over there for my headphones so I can charge those. It's just a lot of little shit, dude. What is, what is your appeal with Nendroids? Because I was gifted one forever ago, and I had it on my You desk have little... another one that should be coming soon, I think. Oh, that's right, because... <laughs> I bought pre- you one for Christmas that was on pre-order. <laughs> It's right. I should check that pre-order and, and see what's going I, on. I, 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 um, I, I, what do you mean? What is the appeal of them? They're little dudes. I mean, like, but what I, is I had the... I had an Alphon, not an Alphonse. I had an Edward Elric from Fullman Alchemist on my desk for the longest time, and then oh, I just fuck yeah, just mo- a little dude. Well, the more I looked at it, I'm like, man, there's like space there for like other useful things, like a candle. Or, I don't know, a picture of my cat. Like, I don't know. That just, it, it was like. I, is the problem that you don't like Edward Elric very much? I love Full Metal, but I don't love it enough to have statues. Like, there are very few, like, like things where I really, really want a statue of it, you know? Like, I would kill. Hey, definitely not because I have, like, stake and stock in this investment, but, like, you do love Doom Eternal enough to have a little dude of Doom guy on your desk, right? Bro, and I didn't just throw away $70. Bro, you have no idea it has been one of my fantasies ever since I played the original. <laughs> it has been one of my fantasies ever since I played the original Doom where I can take a little Doom guy and fist bump it and do that, like, wave the fingers as I bring my hand away thing that you can do in any. Like, because remember when you find the little dudes. In, in Doom, in the original Doom, like you can fist bump them, and, he, he, and I'm Doom like, guy does fist bump the little dudes. And that I'm is like, one of my favorite moments in the game. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to fucking do that. That sounds so cool. Plus, Doom Eternal is like one of those few. Doom Eternal is one of the few games I've ever played where the moment I beat it, I like wanted to play it again. That doesn't happen all that often for me because it's like, okay, I got the experience. It was fun. It was great. But like Doom Eternal was like. It has been a high I've been chasing in games, like just the overall, like the speed of it, the combat, the sound design, like just the overall satisfying nature of the game of just tearing into demons is just like, it gets into that lizard brain part of me of just like, wow, I am zen. Like I'm meditating right now. This is so therapeutic for my brain. And the glory of Nendoroids is that you'll get a little bump of that every time you look at them. You're right. You're right. I'll get that. You'll see your little doom guy and you'll be like... Oh, hell yeah. Because I looked at, because I got a little Rathalos Monster Hunter because I just love those games so much. And now every time I see my little dude, I think about the rush and the glory of killing things much, 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 much bigger than me. And I look at my little Rathalos dude and I'm like, damn, I'm glad that Toy Story is fake and you're not going to come to life and kill me and turn me into a shirt. But what if, what if, what if, what if your little Monster Hunter dude, dude turned you into pants, AJ? Do you think you would that make would good pants? That would suck for me. I mean, no. Like, you'd be living on as... AJ, the biggest Tyler Durden fanboy I know, if you could live on eternally as a good pair... Like, as a I good don't jacket, want to be pants. like, a good pair of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? You, you just walk around... You just, you are literally just a cool little fashion statement. Like, you got... I, knowing you... Okay, let's let's look at the po- what AJ's known for. Uh, bright colors. Your pants are going to be fucking popping. You're going to make tropical birds no, of the Galapagos. My pants jealous. will be flesh colored because they're made of me. 
I'm not like a poisonous tree frog, dude. I'm just a guy. <laughs> I, I like to imagine that when you get turned into pants, you like get turned into like a new version of yourself. So it's not gross. So it'll be like, oh, I you- like to imagine I don't get turned into pants. Can we do that one? I you so you don't want to live on eternally as the most fat is the biggest fashion icon. I get it. AJ, AJ I expected more of you. I, I'll be honest. I'm sorry I disappointed you, but I think that I can impress you with some video game ideas if you would be so kind as to indulge me. Okay, all right, hit me with one. This comes from Alley Cat at Millennium Hoo-Ha. Everyone's been asking for a new Mario Kart game, and Nintendo finally answers the call. Only they misheard, so get ready for Mario Court. Mario decided to be Mario decided being a plumber and a doctor wasn't fulfilling enough. So now he's got a law degree. Okay, so Mario as a lawyer? So Mario It's Mario lawyer time. Okay, but does he still solve all of his problems by racing them? So this is a court um, this is a court that is decided by the race, AJ. There's no jury. There's no there's no judge. It's just you you have to solve all of your court problems it, by racing I them almost, away. Hmm. Mario Kart being a Mario Kart isn't bad. I was imagining a little bit more like the Mario Party games mm-hmm. that are always just pushing and shoving and somehow trying to get those involved into the court well, case. Well, I'll be honest. Perhaps I'll... Mario has to sumo wrestle his way to prove that he's right. Oh, okay. So you're – okay, because I'll be honest. I feel like we've made a – like, how, what if we put Mario in the courtroom before, if I remember correctly? So that's what I'm trying to f- kind of lean away from but that. What but what if we put the courtroom into Mario Party? Okay, so you're saying this is like, it is the court. Okay, so let's look at Mario Party. It's like most of them, it's you're on a board, you're on a, like a board game sort of area or map. And you just kind of, everybody goes around the map collecting coins, getting abilities, and then they go to a mini game. Are you saying instead of a board game, this is like a courtroom and you do certain things in the courtroom that are then applicable in a mini game? Which becomes like, but they're all like courtroom themes. So like, uh, you have to like speak on time to properly talk to the jury. You need to say objection at just the right time. Or it's like, is actually I'm kind of getting rhythm games from this for the weirdest for like a bizarre. A rhythm reason. game isn't a bad idea. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, you're right. I think that you and I had an interesting moment where we both thought of Mario in a courtroom, and both of us sort of immediately assumed that Mario would force his way to be tr- correct. Because I think that you and I both were like, there's no fucking way Mario passes the LSAT, right? Like, he fails that <laughs> for jerseys. He passes the bar. <laughs> the bar, right. What the, yeah. what the fuck is an LSAT, then? I, Dude, you're asking a, a dum-dum. <laughs> I have no idea what an LSAT is. Is, is it actually, school wait, admission isn't that the test? SAT? Fuck, I'm good. Not, not. It's the it's the law school admission test. So oh. like, I didn't even think that motherfucker made it to law school. Are you kidding me? I mean, I you, anyway. Yeah, he's you're a right. doctor let's, though. Let's cut him some Mario's, slack. Mario a has been a doctor, so like, it's not that's. I think we're you're not giving Mario too much credit here. He's a smart dude. He's a galaxy spanning adventurer who can operate spaceships. He could, he's a plumber. The the Lumnos did that. The Lumos did that. Let's not get that twisted. Okay, but that even further's my point. He's really good at talking to people and getting people to do what he wants. What better role than a lawyer? <laughs> Holy shit, he's a lawyer for the rabbits. <laughs> oh my god. Because the rabbits are so, constantly okay, yeah. destroying shit. So the shit. rabbits are constantly doing crime. They're constantly breaking things. They're constantly trespassing. The rabbits really are just like fucking video game jackass. <laughs> we can like like and Mario has to be the lawyer for these rabbits, and he says, "No, no, no, you don't understand. Rabbit Mar- Rabbit Ben Margera is innocent, and here's how." <laughs> And you have to play as Mario and try to prove that your rabbit is innocent in the of the, or at least at least get this motherfucker off a little bit easy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Rabbit Ben Margera so, did throw a bunch of pies at people, and some of them were filled with toothpaste, and he just sort of rubbed toothpaste in people's eyes, and it was pretty funny. Admittedly. No, I think I think the rabbits um, are more like me. I feel like you can go bigger with this. Like, I think. 
the opening like let's let's really yeah that's true let's the, lean the into... rabbits would slap the entire empire state building with the big slappy hand and not just <laughs> yeah. a guy yeah yo you're totally right you're totally right so you know what'd be a really funny opening for this game is you know like how every jackass movie i've seen them all i as a young person as an as an adult now i'm like wow the jackass movies are pretty dumb but like eight-year-old me was like ha 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 um, Literally, the only thing I could think of from Jackass was a bit where somebody dropped a bowling ball off of like a three-story <laughs> building onto some dude's nards. Except it didn't hit his nards; it just hit his thigh, his and it th- broke a bone. I think. Yeah, it, and it was I, like, yeah, dumbass. Yeah, it was. I don't know if you saw the bruise that happened after that. I was like, what the fuck? Why do? You, why are you? What the fuck? But what I'm what I'm getting at here is these Jackass rabbits. This game opens up on them making their movie where that inspires this big court case or these sequen- these sequences of court cases. So what do you think rabid Johnny Knoxville sounds like? <laughs> Just sounds exactly <laughs> like Johnny Knoxville, like a, a heavy smoker. <laughs> we just we just get Johnny Knoxville to come into the booth and make bu- rabid bunny noises. But then you have Steve O Rabbit who just has a picture of a rabbit tattooed on the ba- on their own back. <laughs> and it's, it's just it's just the jackass crew for i i can't remember any of i i, I can only remember two i remember yeah, we'll get and Johnny all of our Knoxville. favorites we'll get steve-o johnny knoxville oh, bam, bam, Margera. Margera. bam margera was part of it. what the heck is bam margera doing now he's gonna be voice acting in this game that's for sure yeah he'll <laughs> we'll get all of them to come in and voice their actual rabbits and it is a courtroom <laughs> game i love the idea of it being a rhythm game also because like yeah. i remember hey you remember when the rabbits used to hang out with rayman mm-hmm no, what? And like, what are you, oh shit, you don't know about the Rabbids origin story? Well, here's the thing, I never played Rabbids and I never played Rayman. The only Rayman knowledge I have is that a fucking amazing, like, flamenco, like, uh, like, a Latin guitar song, um, where he, for like some rhythm section of the game, and I remember listening to that, like, so much, and it was so cool, but had no interest in playing the game. <laughs> Oh, the side-scroller Rayman, was that Rayman Legends or something? That one is a very good game, and I do recommend it. Okay, so back on the Wii, Rayman was needing a revamp, and so they created a party game called Rayman's Raving Rabbids, where Rayman is harassed by these jackass-type rabid characters that keep on breaking stuff, and they keep on, like, throwing plungers on cows and launching them into space, and (laughs) they keep on throwing whoopee cushions everywhere, and... Mm -hmm. They keep on, like, making a whoopee cushion go off and pointing to the guy next to them to make it look like they farted instead of them. Um, And then sometimes they'll, like, like blow up a whoopee cushion really big and then let go of the end and fly off with it while they ride it like a cool surfboard. A lot of whoopee cushion-based antics uh, Mm -hmm. that I may be misremembering. So how does that translate It was just party games where you played as Rayman trying to stop the rabbits. But what happened at the very end of each one of these worlds was a rhythm section. Every single oh. like world of the Rave the Rayman Raving Rabbids games before you could get the next world and the next like zone of party games, you had to do a rhythm game. And so that is why in my brain I can't think of the song Can't Get No Satisfaction without thinking about the Rayman Raving Rabbids singing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn, what? they really kind of just put themselves in my brain forever, yeah, didn't they had, they? To, they had to pay like so much fucking money for that. That's that's actually pretty insane. Good for them. So okay, yeah, so, no, like, so let me. Um, let me they pick, also did smoke on the water, but the idea of bringing Rayman and the Raving Rabbits, maybe not Rayman. Well, unless Rayman, <gasps> Rayman is the lawyer. Is the prosecutor. Yeah, yes. You as yes. Mario are the defendant. So how about this? How about this? How about this? I want to pitch you on something here. So each so if we're taking like the overall gameplay loop of Mario Party is like everybody gets a turn on the board and then everybody goes to a mini game. I'm wondering if you could do this cross cutting back and forth where it's like um, you start off with this footage or this little mini game where the jackass rabbits are doing something that causes a lot of destruction and that gets you points or that gets you like, you know, abilities or powers depending on like. And maybe how you shoot it, you get, like, weird photography. They did slap the Statue of Liberty on the ass with a big slappy hand. And and they thought it was kind of funny. (laughs) It kind of is, but it is also wildly inappropriate. And and because... And they are going to court for it. 
and and that mini game is what the court case is about. And then you know, the, <laughs> and then the court case happens, which is like a rhythm section where it's like Mario versus the prosecuting lawyer of Rayman. And depending on how that court case goes, um, you either win or you succeed. And then basically you go to another like mini game where it's the rabbits doing something that causes property damage, people getting yeah, hurt. Yeah, you do, and then you it goes back to the, the court case. You do the courtroom, and the courtroom, I think that the winner of the courtroom maybe gets an extra dice or something. They get some sort of bonus on the roll. Mm -hmm. And then you go to the board game, maybe. And then you do the board game dice roll, you move forward, you do Mario Party antics. Mm -hmm. And then when it goes to the mini game, depending on what the big court case is, that would depend on what mini games you're going to get. For our New York style game, maybe you have a mini game where you and your other competitor have to do like, everyone's making hot dogs and delivering Mm -hmm. hot dogs. And it's like a little like overcooked mini game where you got to get your hot dogs right and then deliver it to the right person. Let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something because I'm trying to figure out like, obviously this is going to be player versus player. So, like, say I'm the prosecutor yes. and you're the, just the absolute bastard energy of the jackass rabbits. So during... I will be playing as Mario and you are playing as Rayman. I really am interested in the idea of this game being, like, a prosecutor versus defendant lawyer bird, lawyer coded board game with competitive mini games yes and here's the thing that i can do to really lean into the you know like any sort of like ace attorney courtroom thing you have to have evidence during the mini games where you are playing or you and maybe a team of like three other people i have a camera in the distance so basically i'm trying to catch whoever does the biggest offenses So maybe it'll be like somebody has to – there's like a chain reaction. I need to make sure I record the person that starts the chain reaction or I don't have evidence during the courtroom battle. So it'll be like – Yeah, I'm out there playing as the Rayman and the Rabbids and – or not the Rayman. I'm playing as Mario and the Rabbids and I'm coordinating these hot dog deliveries. But if I mess up these hot dog deliveries and deliver a hot dog to the wrong person, you get a photo of it. Ka-chink! That's another piece of evidence of the the Rabbids being shitty. Yes, and maybe that doesn't – doesn't necessarily track um no this tracks because essentially what it is is anytime the player messes anytime the mario team messes up the rayman team is getting evidence that the rabbits are evil and so like mm-hmm. the flavor of it right narratively what's happening in each one of these levels is the rabbits do one major prank yeah. and then during the mini games they're essentially doing parole being model citizens proving that they can be oh, good people and so- rayman is over here like i told you all Mm-hmm. I've been out here saying it for years. These rabbits oh, can't be trusted. So you're trying, you're trying to reopen the case a little bit, or gather further evidence that they need to be looked into again. Is that what yes, you're yes? And then you would go back to the courtroom the next day or whatever, and you'd be continuing the court case. <laughs> and like that's like a little like Parappa the Rappa Friday Night Funkin' type rhythm game where we just get to go. Just nuts on these musical numbers. Yeah, and but it's like asymmetrical to where like Rayman has like a lot less. No, I think I think it is completely symmetrical. Maybe it's it'll be dependent on different songs. But what Mm -hmm. I want is like every time we go to the courtroom battle, I want it to feel like like a guitar. Devil went down to Georgia on Guitar Hero. Yeah, I want Uh, it to feel like that every time we're in there. It's a real courtroom battle. So how does evidence translate to that? Does it just make your riffs easier? It's just. Oh, so it's like it activates the blue mode in Guitar Hero, like that kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. The solo oh, mode yeah. The yeah. more the more evidence that Ray, or the more times that Mario messes up, the more times Rayman can activate his super during the courtroom case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? How does this? What does this all build to? Is it the Rabbit's goal is to get off free, while Rayman's is to get them prosecuted? Is that like whoever has the most like points or stars or like, um, uh like objections by the end of it or so i'm just trying to figure out what's our like currency that decides the winner of each game because in like mario so something Party, that i really bizarre. enjoyed about the first rayman raving rabbits game was honestly that like it was a party game with a story slash adventure mode that i was playing with my friend at the time on his wii so i mm-hmm. think that what we do is maybe it isn't like a competitive thing maybe it's like a co-op adventure mode game where you go in and you're doing these mini games, and I think there's just a point threshold so that you can so that Mario can get all of his rabid friends off scot-free, and then you move on to the next level where then you go to Rome and the rabbits do some sort of really, really fucking good prank about like the big Colosseum. Maybe they fill it up with soup. 
and soup they fill the big coliseum up with soup, and that's their prank. And then you have to do a bunch of Rome-related oh, uh, so, mini games. Oh, so it's this just is point like... threshold, so you can get the next batch of mini games and rhythm game. Okay, but I think I do kind of want to just take the old Rayman Raving Rabbits formula. But why is that? Because a that was how you got then. from one zone to the next. Why, why, but why is that a courtroom? A, the the idea of having a courtroom case implies that another person is trying to win. So what happens when the prosecutor wins? Like they don't advance. Oh, uh, you got to start the level is... all over again. Yeah, you got to uh... start from the bottom. Runs runs dead, baby. Hmm. Rabbit Bam, Bam Margera got arrested, so runs dead. We got to start <laughs> all over. So are you just trying? It's a real shame that I don't have more jackass characters to pull from there was that wild the 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 one long-haired dude that accompanied steve-o and they had their own like side show if i remember correctly where they were like going out and just to wild like getting bit by i believe that was steve e it's steve e and steve o and they were Uh, twin brothers and they used to be they were actually clones of the same guy steve oh Oh, okay okay (laughs) can i hit you with another game yeah hit me with one this one comes to us on Twitter from the real boyland at nomono31. No, mono31? I guess. I don't know. I'm always going to mess it up. A bartender game where you have to assassinate specific people in a specific way based on rough physical descriptions. Allergies, poisons, overdoses, you name it, but make sure you don't kill an innocent. So, AJ, I love the idea of being doing a Hitman-style game, but you are locked in a position so you are behind the counter you have access to all of these different alcohols and drinks so it's a combination of a sort of like uh, diner dash game where you have to be preparing drinks and making sure the business stays afloat while on top of it poisoning certain people so you are like a uh, and we can call the game so it's sh- like tapper it's it's like tapper but a l- but more complex like you actually have to this would work amazingly as a vr game because you would actually have to go over and grab certain ingredients to be like, oh, hey, I need to make a mojito. So I got to grab, uh, wow, I forget what's in a mojito. I'm going to make a tequila sunrise. I need to grab some orange juice. I need to grab some tequila. And I need to grab some orange rinds and some ice. So that's like four th- different things that you need to physically go to and get. But then you also have like maybe um, at the beginning of each night, you are given an assignment to be like, hey, these are the rough things that this person is wearing. They're going to be wearing a bow tie with a blue bow tie with yellow dots on it. That's all we have on this person's wearing. So you kind of maybe have to do this thing of like trying to figure out who's doing what. And maybe there's like, um, there's this other game called Spyfall um, where you actually have to kind of keep track of like who is the one doing all the little things like the people grabbing the statue and replacing it with a fake or grabbing a microfish from a book or you actually are maybe maybe this isn't just limited to you are working an actual bar but you're like serving private parties or you're doing no i love the idea of you being in an actual bar well, and this is just like the bar that all the bad guys go to and you're gonna poison the bad guys right here in the bar in the bar that they frequent but don't you think like if this is like a professional like crime organization if a person dies in that bar, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that bar's off limits now." So I like, but plus, I I like the idea of nah, locations because it's changing. like Looper. You know what I mean? Like this is just the place where the bad guys meet up, and this is the place where bad guys get poisoned, Dude, and that's just the way the no, that's just the way I, the I world to- works. I, totally I think disagree. that all the bad guys just sort of accept it. They're like, "Damn." I wish that I didn't have to go to Stinky Pete's for drinks tonight because, like, you know what happens at Stinky Pete's. But Stinky Pete's is the only place that ain't bugged. Dude, we I, know we can talk about whatever we want at Stinky Pete's. I, I totally Sometimes our boss is going to so kill us. Fun. You can have so much fun with the design of the environments. And, like, basically different environments present different problems for you. So, like, for example, you have your regular old bar. And then he's just like, it's a bar in New York, whatever. Like, smoke in the air. It's cool. But then you have to go to, like, a 1960s-style James Bond house. And, like, there's, like, sunlight coming in through. And that's another just, like, normal level. But then things get complicated. You're serving on a ship, on a cruise, but the waves are causing all of your ingredients to constantly be sliding from one side of the room to the other, and you need to balance, like, making sure nothing drops or falls or breaks, but also at the same time, keeping track of, like, oh, this person's wearing the thing that the dossier told me to look for. Do I kill them or do I not kill them? Let me watch their movements. Are they, like, who are they talking to at the bar? Maybe you can overhear conversations of, like, yeah, the missile is planted and we're about to we're we're gonna, it's go time. I have the codes on me or just something. 
Is this overcooked or is this Hitman or is it somewhere in between? It's somewhere. It, it is the idea. It is Hitman in the sense of you are trying to figure out the best way to poison somebody. So maybe you have like different poison tools or different like ways to murder people um, underneath your cabinet or whatever. But mm-hmm. you only get one shot at it. So it'll be like you need to figure out who's the person to kill here because the moment somebody dies, the whole bar is going to scatter. But it has the cooking combination stuff of overcooked. So it'll be like, oh, you need to remember certain drink recipes. You need to make a yeah, uh, and you, you need to make a mule. Have, yeah. You have to remember the recipes. You have to remember how to make drinks. And you got to make sure that you're constantly putting those drinks out. Yes. Because otherwise your cover is going to be blown. Yes. And so, so you be like, keep on putting out mm-hmm. these drinks while trying to walk around the map and overhear and eavesdrop and listen in on people so you can make certain who your target is mm-hmm. once your target has been identified then you got to st- while still delivering drinks and everything you got to do your research mm-hmm. who is this guy what's he so, allergic to what are his mm-hmm. medications well also the the idea of i think certain enemies are also like immune to certain things because like if we go into like Side note, I think most James Bond movies are boring. Like, I like the newer ones because they're a little bit more modernized, but, like, classic James Bond movies, slow as fuck. Character designs in old James Bond movies, like the dude who has the hat with, like, the the like the metal brim that he throws like a frisbee to kill people, cool as fuck. The dude that has, like, the did iron the guy jaw. With the, did the guy in Golden Finger actually have a Golden Finger? I've never Bro, seen a James Bond movie. I have movie, no idea. So I've got I have no, no idea, idea why they called him Golden of Finger. For all I know, he could have just, like... He just has – he can just – it's a saying of, like, any company he touches turns to gold or something. I don't know. It's probably – it was probably not – also, is Goldfinger – is Goldfinger a James Bond movie or is that a um, – What's that? Uh, the 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 comic. It's a 007 GameCube or 007 Nintendo 64 game. I assumed it was a movie tie-in. No, you're talking about Goldeneye, brother. <laughs> Why the – Hey, whoever named, whoever sat around and said, check it out, 007, and all of them have the word golden in it, golden finger, golden eye, this guy, it's not even a golden movie, but he's got a golden jaw in it, man, fuck old movies, if I find whoever came up with James Bond and those gold, that golden shit, oh, it's on sight, and you, and I know I would be able to beat his ass, because you know he's old, so, do we want to call this James Bond the Golden Drink? Is that is that what you're getting at here? You want to really lean into yeah. that gold? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool, no, cool, because cool. it has to be it has to be like a <laughs> mouth or a body piece. It has to be like golden uh, oh, body thing. Now, James Bond, the Golden Lips. There you go. There's like a little like a little hint of like sexiness in it. I you was know thinking I mean? Golden Tooth. Golden Lips is very good. Yeah, because you're like sipping the drink. You is know? Golden Tongue anything? Golden Tongue. That one is a little bit on the nose for me. <laughs> <laughs> and golden finger wasn't i i guess neither one of us knows was golden eye on the mu- was golden eye on the nose Golden eye's just cool like that's i feel like because there's it's more of like the rule of cool rather than like a hint of sexiness you know what i mean i mean i guess yeah. you, i guess you could like leave. yeah but everything needs to be sexed up a little bit so i'm voting golden town golden so yeah i love this idea James though like part the golden part <laughs> hitman part overcooked all golden eye all james bond yeah all old as shit our guy's like a billion years old it see i love this because then we can kind of come up with like as the game goes on maybe like there are certain gadgets you have access to like maybe there are certain there are Oh, you know, it'd be fucking amazing. So, like, hey, is James Bond a code name? Because um, I remember we there's they always pump out those articles like so and so is going to be the first black James Bond, and I was uh, like, isn't from, isn't James Bond like the dude's name? Um, as far as I know, James Bond 007 is his uh, is an alias. That's not his real name, I don't think, because the whole that's the whole it's like the whole thing of like of doctor who it's like technically it's the same entity but different people so okay yeah so i think it's along those same lines that's so why that's I, why they could do I it i get chosen because i'm so cool and handsome to be the new secret agent double spy that gets to drive tanks through the road and beat up people with golden appendages and they say congratulations aj 
The J now stands for James Bond. We've made that legal choice for you. A James Bond. You're AJ. You're A James Bond. Austin James Bond Hart. Welcome to the fold. <laughs> okay, so can there be two James Bond, or is it like the Doctor, and if one exists, the other one is no longer in the timeline? But I don't see, know that's how Doctor Who. But works. that's a weird thing about Doctor Who is that Doctors can meet one another because there is time travel. So like a current James Bond can I'm uh, not fucking a current Doctor Who can transport back in time and meet a past Doctor Who. And has there been a James Bond crossover or do they only get replaced when they die? Um But what if one lived? Bum bum. That's one of your targets in this game. You got to kill the old James Bond. Maybe that's like you the, have to kill. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's like the first mission of this game is like, all right, you uh, are you have this target and their name is James and you find out like Oh, fuck. It's Daniel Craig. You're killing Daniel Craig. And this is how the new James Bonds come to be. So, like, we have our we have our new James Bond and they are like we don't necessarily see their face because this is a VR game. So you just see like their gloved hands or whatever. So you kind of have that, uh-huh. that self insert. It, it could be anybody. And then from the from the the remaining part of the game, it's just like, OK, there it's this puzzle drink serving game. And, you know, it'd be such a cool puzzle, actually. Um, so you're on like maybe this isn't on the ship level, like the ship level things are moving, but maybe in this other area, you are serving drinks right after a compound got raided, you know, like, and all of the glasses are broken except one. So you have to like constantly be balancing this one glass across all of the people trying to get drinks. So it'll be like, maybe you attach a little gadget to it that like cleans it of poison, but it'll like immediately, um, cause like two people come to the counter and they want to share a drink. You have to kill one of them, but you can't kill the other one. So it's like this glass that has like a poison, like, like release on the bottom of it or something like that. So it's like this timing, this timing game or something. I don't know. Like, I feel like there would be like, I think there's like, there's a lot of room in a yeah. VR game to have some fun. Yeah. yeah. I like this. Yeah. Let's put a pin in it. Shall we? All right, cool. You want to hit me with another game before we go to our nug? Yeah, this comes from Blue Bowser Stan account. Sorry, Blue Bowser Stan account at Koopa Kirby, the Metroid Prime of Dig Dug franchise. <laughs> Both franchises involve exploring and environment awareness, so clearly it's time for a triple A genre shift for Dig Dug. All right, now, go ahead. For those that don't know, Dig Dug. Dig Dug is a game where you have a giant square, uh, just a giant square, and in the giant square, there's little tunnels. Because you have a little dude that constantly is able to dig through all of the terrain, and there's monsters all over the ground. Some of them look like the Bubble Bobble dinosaurs from Bubble Bobble. Some of them look like little bombs, but with cool goggles on. And you as the dig dugger, you walk around, and your goal is to get these, these little digging monsters... And then you plug a bike hose into their butt and you pump the bike hose <laughs> so hard and so fast that you make the monster explode, explode. to death. <laughs> um, I Okay, so what genre are you trying to shift this to? Like, are you trying to do like a first person shooter sort of thing where like... It's like it's like I'm imagining it to become I almost want to kind of leave it where it's at for a second. And I want to start thinking about influences. Mm -hmm. How many games are you? I I have one that I want to talk about and I want to talk about the the triple A-fication. I think it was technically a double A studio that did this, but the modernization and facelift of another old school cabinet game. And that's Splatterhouse. Do you remember oh 2016 Splatterhouse for the Xbox 360? If I remember correctly, it was like a top-down like looter like dungeon crawler game, right? It was sort of a dungeon crawling thing, but no, it was a third-person action game where oh, okay. you now played the character of this super big buff man who could do great <laughs> violence to things and monsters were like it like it was all like Heavy metal poster artwork. The uh-huh. look of the game is actually pretty grand. It is a bloody, bloody, bloody mess, admittedly. It really stands up to the name Splatterhouse. Mm-hmm. But I was all, I like personally really thought it was cool seeing this like old cabinet game upresed to and like modernized to something nowadays. And I wonder what that would look like for Dig Dug. 
do we want to create a hyper gruesome violent dig dug where you do make these <laughs> animals blow up horrifically? I- I was thinking the exact same thing. The, uh, the idea of like, fucking, wow, this is just like a Jason Jason Voorhees ripoff, isn't it? Um, Splatterhouse? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, but, the, but the mask is evil, which is kind of cool. And there are a couple fun interactions between uh, the kid that is possessed by the mask and the mask. Oh, that's cool as hell, actually. Okay. Um, so are you picturing this is kind of like a third-person like room crawler where you are just basically like – alien versus like marine style like just going in and like you have <laughs> you're just like i think i want to leave it as a side scroller actually oh okay so you want to bait but it's like photo real and like you just like but your character is still armed with only a bike hose and they just like they fucking just chuck like a like the end of the hose that has like a spike on it so they can just like yeah do it's a bike shit, it's a bike hose with a spike on it yeah, and yeah. They, and they just fucking like pump it and then just blow up but the moment they blow up it fucking just blood and viscera everywhere here's the thing and there's I'm, like a fun like little cinematic that comes where like he pumps it pumps it pumps it pumps it and then when the enemy's almost down they like pick it up and twirl it and then slam it on the floor and then they pick one knee up and they put their foot on it and then they give it one big push and then it does the final push and it makes the enemy blow up in a super gruesome way (laughs) so i want to pitch you on something because like one thing about dig dug that always surprised me because i I actually really love playing that game when you is the fact that the monsters are climbing out of the earth seemingly to escape your fury um, is yeah, that what surprises I feel, you about the well, game? Well, that that is definitely one thing of like it, it seems like you are the bad guy in Dig Dug, and two, um, when you blew things up, it didn't affect the dirt around it. So I'm wondering if we can basically kind of turn Dig Dug into to advance the game. You do need to explode things because that exploding things is what allows you to traverse the level. So it's kind of this dance of, oh, I need to kill this thing, but I need to make sure it's in the right place so I can explode it where I need it to. Oh, so now we have new verbs. Now we can punch and kick to push our things wherever uh, we need it they, to go. Oh, my God. And just, <laughs> These poor fucking dinosaurs. So now we've turned this into an action game because um, now we can punch and kick and pump, yeah, which are different the, things. Yes, but the punches and kicks don't do any actual damage. They only, like... Well, punch like maybe stu- like um, punch is a their- shove. Punch punch is a shove and it staggers. Kick yes. doesn't stagger much, but it does soften Sh- an area if- so that you can get your cool spiky bike pump into it. Oh, you're saying like that you kind of like Sekiro kind of you have to like defeat that you have to damage their pro their s- pros and then you can yeah. like blow them the fuck up. Okay, well, you're on. We're gonna there. create. In the, you know how like everybody looks at fucking Hollow Knight and they're like, it's like Dark Souls, and it's fucking not. It, I don't know where they're getting that from. <laughs> but like, hard. I want people AJ, to be like, it's know the any hard Dark, game Souls is now Dark Souls of Dig Dug. <laughs> so, are you saying like a different bosses require you to damage them uh, or get like certain amounts of kills on it before you can kill it fully? Like, is that what you're saying? They need to be softened before you can inflate them. Because uh, you... otherwise your spike's just going to bounce off of their cool chitin. Okay, let me ask you something. How, because like in Dig Dug, one hit, one kill on you. Is that still here? So of like a monster. Uh, yeah, okay. Blake, 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 Blake. It's the Dark Souls of Dig Dug. <laughs> okay, so what is the what is the health thing that our buddy drinks? Like our little Dig Dug dude. Does he None. Just... What? You don't have any, but he's edgy. Does he just he just like slams a big can uh, like a big can of soda or something of like he just grabs a can of Surge from the 1990s and just fucking pumps it as he lives on. Like he just I'm trying to figure out like what is like the Estes flask of this game because if we want to, it's grog. That, it's, it's just like beer water. <laughs> it's just grog. It's, it's pretty, watered it's down pretty, beer. It's pretty heavy metal. It's pretty good. Actually, let me let me pitch you on something. Let me pitch you on something. And just to really nail down that it's a AAA title, I think that we need to do a couple things to the Dig Dag protagonist. First of all, uh, AAA game, so it's a guy. AAA game, so it's an older guy. AAA game, so it's an older guy with a beard. AAA game, so it's an older guy with a beard, and he's a father figure to something. <laughs> Uh, he's a father figure to a dragon that he adopted at a young age. So, because mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. there are and dragons. And he's so angry dug. and grumpy. 
Yeah, so he's training this dragon. The only reason he's a father figure to this dragon is because he wants it to be it's, it wants its help killing things. But over the course of the game, that dragon softens up, softens him up. It becomes a how to train Whoa. your dragon. It becomes a how to train. Yeah, your and then he situation. learns that, and then he learns that maybe killing is bad. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking deep? Wouldn't it be so fucking man? But they don't make video games like like that anymore. I just wish that we could have one video game where you played as an older white angry guy with a beard that was a father figure to somebody. That over the course of a forty to sixty hour experience, you learned that maybe violence was bad maybe, sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> Only sometimes, not all the time, just sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, that won't change it. You'll still do great violence against the final boss. You'll do a big violence, like murder. But, like, we'll so, posit the question. What I, if? What if the final boss is the mom of the dragon that this dude basically stole from? <laughs> so that, that well, because kind of furthering that point, right? Like, hey, can hey, I you offer look- you something? Yeah, what's up? What if it's not a dragon, it's an anteater? Why an anteater? That isn't in Dig Dug. Also, anteaters are kind of like not at all powerful I, in any shape or I'm form. Because I'm trying to think of like what animal the whole like idea of like a cool bike pump on a rope a with trunk? a spike at the end of it is. An elephant? And I thought of an anteater tongue. Yeah. Why not just do an elephant? Like I feel like at least when that thing gets full grown, it could do some damage, you know? The fuck is an elephant doing underground in the dig dug world? That's the po- I don't know, AJ. This is a we're, we're talking about a, a buff dude underground killing monsters. Like anything's possible here. Like I this- did not say he was buff. I said he was old. Okay, and Kratos old wasn't and buff. Like it wasn't just like a yoked old dude. Also, is Joel also buff? F- Joel is hella buff, dude. Remember when I did my all punch playthrough of Last of Us? You think he can punch that good if he's not yoked out of his mind? I doubt it. All right, uh, we'll make him buff. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, is that it, or do we want to go on to our nug? I think that's all I can think of for this game. I think I'm ready to really nail out a nug. What are we feeling? I Which I one the- of these things do we really just want to fucking attack and destroy and ruin? I want to go into our James Bond bartender game because, one, I think we can have some cool boss fights. And two, I just, I'm in love with the concept and I want it to be a game. I want to do the Rayman Mario game because I really want to see if we can't bring Rayman into the social consciousness once more. Okay. And I really think that the Rabbids are funny and it would give me permission to make funny jokes about Jackass and their general antics. Okay. If, if that's what you're feeling. I, 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 you know, here's the thing that feels like a cool game that should not be made more than the James Bond, like poison game. So one, I want to look so glad you agree with me. The third world is going to be them dropping a really, really big bowling ball onto the nuts of the Abraham Lincoln statue. (laughs) (laughs) But they miss and only gets his leg and people are still outraged by it. (laughs) <laughs> no, I think this I think this time it does hit the nuts of the Abraham Lincoln statue and it makes the Abraham Lincoln statue's face change to like a ooh <laughs> face like he just got hit in the nuts super hard. <laughs> um there the the level after that they go to the big giant Jesus statue in Rio. That is a giant statue of Jesus, right? Of what? Of talk- Jesus in Rio, Rio yeah, de Janeiro, yes, the giant statue. Yes, that's Jesus. Yes. <laughs> so they put a giant firecracker up his butt and they light it, and then <laughs> it does get <laughs> it does get stopped before it goes off because um some because people are really cautious, but the rabbits did get caught trying so, to do so, it. So okay, so if we were to really distill this down, basically every level is them going to a major monument and defacing it somehow. Yes. So like so like going to the eight wonders of of the known world. So like they fuck with only the, the ones that look like people though, because those are the ones that are going to be the funniest. I don't necessarily well, maybe know not, because I think that those. if they went to the Washington Monument and they put a giant hawk of meat on it, well, that's not very funny, is it? What could you do that's funny with the Washington Monument? Uh, the Washington Monument. That's the that's the the big uh, like 
pillar thing, right? I'm not a good American. Yeah, oh, they build a big, big rabbit that's laying down on his back, and it makes it look, like, really phallic, you know? That'd be a, that'd be a pretty funny prank. Are you proud of what we've made here today? <laughs> Maybe they go to the Grand Canyon and they actually close it. The the minion, the rabbits get together. I almost called them minions. The rabbits get together and they get yeah, a bunch rabbit, of sewing needle and like they the sew the Grand the early, Canyon the closed. There you go. They are, and you're the bravest man to say that. And... <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, concern is how can we is there stink we need to put on this game right like we know how it generally goes the minions do a funny prank against humanity and the world they go to court for it yeah and they have you to do, do uh, a you do a super cool rhythm game yeah. yeah you do a super cool rhythm game you play a board game a little bit you uh-huh. do a mini game if you do bad on the mini game rayman gets more evidence to try to prosecute let the me, minions let me ask you really quickly the, so- the rabbits let me ask you something really quickly, because there's two things I would like to add on as a little bit of stank here. One, so is this this is a team game where you and four three friends are playing the Rabbids while nobody is playing the Prosecutor. You, that's just correct. Become, okay, so that just becomes a Guitar Hero rhythm game where you need to outpace the other people. Or the, your I think that you, if you've unlocked and gotten far in the adventure mode, you can do like a party game mode where you can get eight players and it would be like four Raymans and four uh, minions and the rules would change on those mini games a little bit. So you can have a bunch of people playing a party game. But so, I think that what I want to dial in on is this co-op party adventure game because so, that's what the first Rabbids was. Mm-hmm. And I think I miss it. Well, I, I wanted to pitch you on something because it sounds like this is a world-spanning adventure. I'm wondering if it would be cool to do this game like um, – God, do you remember that animated show Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, where he was just like constantly taking on like classic 1970s, 1960s cartoon characters and helping them out in court? I'm wondering – Like how excited would you be right now if I told you that there's a sequel series to Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law that launched recently in I'm the year 2021? honestly not too excited. I just remember that show being on, and I was like, this is an Inuasha, so why do I give a shit about it? Um, <laughs> I remember Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law making the first sex joke that I recognized as a sex joke on TV, <laughs> and it made me wildly uncomfortable. Uh, I don't – I don't tell me, tell me after the pod. I don't want to get uncomfortable right now. I but, don't remember the sex uh, joke. I oh, don't really? remember anything. Just I just remember – remember I remember the moment where, it. like, Harvey Birdman <laughs> made a joke, and I was like, that's a sex joke? And I'm like, eight, dog. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> What is your fucking damage, Harvey Birdman attorney at law? <laughs> I just saw you hanging out with Shaggy and Scooby. You can't be talking about whatever it is that you just talked about. <laughs> so, okay, 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 okay. What I was thinking is is every level or every area you go to is a different video game character that is prosecuting you. So you have Rayman who's prosecuting you, let's say, in Rio de Janeiro, they are the one prosecuting you. But then you go to okay. America or whatever, then maybe it's fucking Mega Man that is prosecuting you. Or maybe uh, Dr. Light or Dr. Wily. Some, I don't know, some, some character. Then they present different court battle cases. So, like, when you go up against Rayman, that's a rhythm game. Rayman is, like, that, as far as I know, music's a big core part of the game. Might I propose to you this? Mm-hmm. What if we just used... Dead and defunct Ubisoft characters. Are there? What are dead? I, I honestly, I look at Ubisoft and I'm like, they made Assassin's Creed, and that's it. But I, I know that's not correct. (laughs) Let me hit. Let me hit you with a couple. Uh Sam Fisher. Hey, don't you dare! He's not dead and dying. That man's a fucking legend. Also, he's coming back in like Tom Clancy in the in. uh, Oh yeah, they also made the division and and uh, Desmond of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Okay, he the w- first ones. Yeah, he studied law. He's he stayed in the Atabus for so long. He just studied law, and he's become the mad- Prince of Persia. <laughs> oh God, that was a Ubisoft game, wasn't it? You know what? We'll go ahead and throw this guy in there, Voss Montenegro from Far Cry Five or Far Cry Three. Uh, he's, um, no, he's coming back. Remember, uh, in the new Far Cry game, the DLC is you uh, doing this hallucinogenic journey through uh, and taking on a bo- the bosses from previous games. Apparently, Ubisoft is responsible for the South Park game, so we can go ahead and throw in a South Park character. Oh, 
Okay, so I want to get into kind of I, I want to talk about boss fights a little bit. Like, is there any way we? Can I inter- want it to stay as the rhythm games, but mm-hmm. I do love the idea of you playing a musical number against Sam Fisher. That rules to me. Mm-hmm. And well, maybe well, what you can just lean into then is that every it just it presents a different genre of music that you have to play because different yes, like yes, different yes. rhythms different or, or different genres kind of offer different difficulties because I'm imagining playing a smooth jazz song in terms of just like beats per minute is a lot easier than doing something like a heavy metal song. Um, And I'm wondering if that's the way to go. So do you think this is something that is a boss fight or is this like, we kind of already have the idea here. I think we've got the idea here. Okay. So what do we call it? The game? Yeah. I'm wondering if it's like the world versus the uh raving rabbits or something i'm trying to like you know like at court cases they do the state of you know uh, california versus independent person and i'm just trying like for uh, is it just like rabbits versus the world or rabbits versus you know or uh something with we could just call it rayman raving rabbits plus mario because the mario rabbits games i believe is just called rabbits plus mario really that's kind of a dumb naming convention (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. It's called Mario plus Rabbids what Kingdom a, Battle for Nintendo just, Switch. Uh, uh, I mean, we could just call it uh, Mario Attorney at Law or um, <laughs> Mario Court. Mario Court or a uh, rabbit. And we ju- and just leave the rabbits out of the branding. No, I mean, because you're right. We don't really Mario isn't. Really... These rabbits are hot, baby. These yeah. are the minions of video games. We can't <laughs> leave them out. I I'd say I uh, just say uh uh what are they called? Raving rabbits or rabbits versus the yeah law? raving rabbits. Just uh, the law versus raving rabbits or the law or raving rabbits versus the law. The law of raving rabbits. I wish there was a cool legally blonde joke we could make, but legally, it doesn't really rhyme with legally with rabid. Rabbits, does legally it? rabid, dude. Legally rabid is really bad. I just want you to know that I'm not against it. I just want you to know that it's like it might be the worst name we've come up with on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's all. All the more reason to use it. Legally rabid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at the Rayman Raving Rabbids, and I'm just thinking about Raving Rabbids, and there's really nowhere to fucking go with the name like that. I see why they just went ahead and, like, both times just slapped the bigger IP on it, right? They were just like, Rayman Raving Rabbids, Mario and Raving Rabbids, don't talk to us. We could just call it Oops Raving Rabbids. Oops Raving Because apparently that's what the naming convention is for these fucking games, huh? Oops. <laughs> I mean, we could call it Raving Rabbids World Tour. Ooh, there you go. There you go. I can dig that. It's kind of what it says on the tin, isn't it? Yeah, we just I mean, kind of like, go around the world. But so is like Raving Rabbids Mario. Like, it's it's there on the tin. I think that's just Yeah, there's how... really nothing you can do with these <laughs> stupid little goblins other than just put what's on the tin, huh? Yeah. All right. That's it. Raving Rabbids World Tour. There we go. <laughs> And you know what? If anybody can think of a better name for it, I'm open to suggestions. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, hey, you know what? I might outsource this one. There's a small chance that in like two weeks when somebody listens to this two weeks later, it'll have a different name. Because maybe somebody will just hit me up with a super banging name for it. And <laughs> I will rename the episode of the podcast on the feed. I swear. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm ready for patch notes. Yeah, let's go to patch notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. First thing, at the top of the order, Blake and I wanted to go ahead and thank you all so, so much for the little promo campaign we were doing. Uh, We just launched our merch shop, and so for the first month, we decided to donate all profits that we got to the Able Gamers charity. By the end of that promo, and within the end of that first month, we rose a total of $23 for that charity, which is so cool. Thank you guys so much. Once Blake and I started looking at that number, though, we also realized, hey, I bet we could match that. Yeah. So independently, we each decided to go ahead and donate that same amount. So at the end of the day, we're going to be donating $69 to the Able Games charity. Yeah. I mean, it's I, it's 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 no it's no crazy big number, but hey, like any number is good, and we appreciate all you guys jumping in and grabbing some merch and giving to a good cause. That's that's really awesome. Thank you all so much for purchasing. It was for a good cause. And thank you for inspiring us to also go ahead and donate a little bit more. Yeah. 
It's only um, thanks to your guys' support that we are where we are. Yeah. And speaking of uh, support, we just want to let you all know uh, on our Patreon, this coming Saturday, we are doing our game night. We are going to be playing code names, and we're going to be doing teams of uh, myself versus AJ. No idea how that's going to work out, but if you want to jump in on that fun, come check us out on Patreon. It's only about two bucks a month, and you get a whole heap of other benefits. But I think that's about it for today. We're going to be playing Codenames online. Uh, it's a web browser game, so you don't need to worry about paying anything. We try to make sure that any games that we play for the Patreon thing are free or at least easily accessible. Yeah. So by all means, join us for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Blake's going to try to kick my butt. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, our intro and outro music is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent game for an excellent band. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.